Amen. So happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. So um, it's been a great service so far. Uh, my wife and I definitely want to say thank you to the entire church. Uh, thank you for the meals that you've brought by and just the prayers, and just everything you've helped us with having a, a new baby. So we're very grateful for that. We do have a picture for mo- of mom and baby here on the screen. So there's baby Jackson Carter, uh, born on May the 3rd. And so he's doing well. Mom's doing well. Uh, you know, Jackson does need to gain a little bit more weight. So we know we've been having to do a lot of weight checks. But, uh, but other than that, everything's going great. Well, thank you again for all your help with all of that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about super moms here, right? We have some super moms in this room. They are like superwomen. You know, uh, you know, especially our single moms. I have no idea how you do it. Me and my wife together are trying to figure out how we can do it, let alone you by yourself. And so we definitely want to honor you on this day. Uh, you know, Mother's Day is a time for us to remember we would be in a lot of trouble if there were no moms. Who would help all the men to find stuff? Have you noticed? Your husband or son can't find anything. Unless you say, it's right here. Oh, okay, thank you. I didn't see it. You know, you, 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 we, we need you. I bet today you had to help your husband find something this morning. Maybe it was your gift. I don't know. Just depends on what you were helping him with. I want to tell you a little bit about my mom. My mom's name is uh, Roxy Pierce. And uh, my mom's uh, going to turn 80 here in July. Uh, my mom got her bachelor's degree from Paul Quinn College and got her master's degree from PV, which is Prairie View. And, uh, you know, she did that in the 1960s, uh, which was, it was very rare for a black woman to be going to college, let alone completing a master's degree. And so uh, we definitely uh, very, very grateful for her uh, overcoming so many obstacles and challenges uh, to get her education. Uh, my mom was a first grade teacher. She taught for 39 years before she retired. Uh, there's a couple of things that come to my mind growing up. One, education's important. So when all my friends were outside playing, I was in the house studying. And I remember her like, hey, you know, doing well in school, not just trying to get by, not just, you know, what's the least I got to do to get on to the next thing. It was very much about, hey, let's really try to excel in school. This is very important. And I appreciated that. That definitely carried me very far in life. I also would say that she also taught me respect authority. And that's a very rare thing being taught these days. And so I'm very grateful that my wife, my wife, my mom was very much about, hey, you really need to respect authority. And I think with her being a teacher, she probably experienced a lot of disrespect of authority. So she wanted to make sure I had that on straight. I'm very grateful to her because that helped me in my relationship with God that I need to respect God as the final authority in my life. Uh, you know, one thing I remember about my mom is my mom's very generous. She sees somebody in need. I mean, she'll be quick to respond to it. I mean, even if she doesn't have the money, she'll still give it. And she's very hospitable. Uh, y'all remember Thousand Oaks Ranch? Yeah. yeah. That was a great place. We used to have camps and retreats there. And, you know, I remember after the retreats, my mom would be like, hey, have all your friends come over here and I'll make everybody lunch. And she didn't do it just one time. Like, I lost count how many times my mom was like, you know, just tell everybody, I said, well, you know, the retreat's got like a lot of people, like, I don't know, 80 people or so, I don't know what number, but it's a lot of people out here at this camp. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, just tell them to come on anyway. And just, and just how many times she would just really serve the disciples and just really make sure everybody had a meal, had something to have a good time. She would set up tables and chairs in the backyard, front yard, everywhere, just make sure everybody was encouraged. You know, I, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I, I remember that. You know, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about what Jesus thinks about Mother's Day here. 
Look at Matthew 15. This is my first Mother's Day sermon. So if you like it, amen. Come on back to service again next Sunday. If you don't like it, I won't be here next Sunday. Come on back and hear the next guy. See if you like him, okay? So that's how we're going to do that. Matthew 15, verses 3 through 9. Jesus replied, And why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and your mother. And anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone declares what might have been used to help their father or mother is devoted to God, you are not to honor their father or their mother with it. Thus you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. You know, so many times when we see this passage, we think about tradition, don't we? And we think, well, I don't get into tradition, so he's not talking to me. But it's funny how in that same passage, Jesus challenges us and he goes, God said. He wants to make sure we get the authority as spoken. You need to honor your mother. And he didn't say if your mother was perfect, you need to honor her. Or if she was a good mom, or she was the kind of mom you wanted. If she's your mama, you need to honor her. That's from God. And then he, then he really gets, and he really wants to turn up the knob to make sure we hear how serious God is about mothers. He says here, whoever curses their father or mother must be put to death. So you got to get the death penalty for disrespecting your parents. Are you serious? I think about stuff like murder or something like that. Not like this was like cursing your father and your mother. I mean, that's how serious he is about us respecting our parents. He goes on and he says things like, you know, um, well, what if you're going to give this gift to God, you're going to devote it to God, and, and now you think because you give money to the church, I don't have to honor my parents. Hey, we got this special uh, missions contribution coming up. It is very important. Me and my wife are sold out about it. We totally believe in it because, because you guys gave special contribution back in the 1990s. It really helped build the church there in College Station, which saved me and my wife. And it changed our life forever. My wife and I would not be disciples if people here in this church didn't give their special contribution back in the 1990s. It makes a difference in people's lives. It is very important. What we sacrifice for special. But Jesus wants us to know just because you gave special... It doesn't give you a free ticket to disrespect your parents and not be grateful for them. Because I expect you to be just as sold out about your parents as you are about your special. You know, he goes on, he goes, if if we're not honoring our mother, he says, you're nullifying the word of God. He says, you hypocrites. He calls us a hypocrite. If we come to church and yet we don't honor our mother. He goes on and he says, we're just honoring God with our lips, but our hearts are far from God. Are you serious? He goes, yeah, you're just playing church. If we're not taking God's command seriously. Worship me in vain? All our worship can all be worthless. Count nothing. Because of the way we're treating our mom. He said, just merely human rules. Because human rules say, as long as you go to this service, and as long as you're a nice person, you're going to heaven. He goes, that's not what God said. 
You know, we got to take it very seriously. You know, are you as serious about honoring your mother as Jesus is? Jesus' mother wasn't perfect. In fact, a lot of times she disagreed with decisions he made. In fact, there's even one scripture that says she lost him when he was 12 years old in a different city. And so she's in a different city and he's lost and it says it took about three days to find him. If you lost your kid for three days, would you feel like you're being the great mom? So who's your son? He's only the son of God, that's all. And he's supposed to save the whole world and die for the sins of all. I hope we find him. Yeah, we need to find that dude. Come on, man. You know, it's just, there is, that was super important. And she made a mistake. Yeah, she's still a good mom. We still honor her as a good mother. And set her, and, and honor her example. You know what? A lot of times, she would do things that, Probably weren't the best things to do in interacting with Jesus, but it didn't matter. Jesus was still going to honor his mother. I appreciate what Derek shared. You know, remember when Jesus was dying? Here Jesus is dying on the cross, and what is he thinking about? My mother. Is she taken care of? John, you're the disciple of love. I want you to be with my mom. Take care of this woman. John, let that woman stay in his house. He didn't just like stop by her mother's day and drop off a card. I mean, he let her live in his house. That's how much, how far he went with honoring Jesus there. But, but you know, just, just, this is a very serious issue as Christians. Let's look at the, the next slide here. You know, there was never a great man who had not a great mother. Sometimes we think we did it by ourselves. I did it on my own. I'm a self-made man. No, we're not. There was a mother there that got us to where we're at today. Let's look at the next slide here. Mothers, I want you to know, your words matter. They matter. There's a quote that says, the mother, is, the mother is the first teacher of the child. The message she gives that child, that child gives to the world. That's a very important thing to always remember, mothers. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 31, verse 1 through 9. Here's one guy here. It says, The sayings of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance, his mother taught him. So, what did your mother teach you? Listen, my son. Listen. Words of my womb. Listen, my son. The answer to my prayers. See, obviously he wasn't listening. Three times. Listen. 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 How many times does your mother have to say listen? Right? We all can relate. Mothers, we know you say listen a lot. Thank you. We're listening. You might think we're not listening. We're probably not. But that one little part, we got it. And we go, oh yeah, I remember. It was three things my mom told me. I forgot the first two. But that last one, she said this. And I really stick to that in life. But this guy remembers his mom saying listen a whole lot. And then verse 3, what did she tell him to listen to? Don't spend your strength on women. Your vigor on those who ruin kings. It is not for kings, Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine. It is not for rulers to crave beer. Lest they drink and forget what has been decreed and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Let beer be for those who are perishing. Wine for those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty. And remember their misery no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. For the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. This man is the king. Say, you know what I remember as I'm leading a nation? I remember what my mama taught me. And we got any teens or campus in the house today at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Amen. See, they're awake. They're listening. Amen. 
you know, uh, you might want to listen up to this, because this woman addresses some very serious things I think young people tend to struggle with. And he taught, and his mother told him, hey, your relationship with women is a big deal. Who you choose to date and marry, who you choose to chase is a big deal. You better take it seriously who you're going to marry. And I want to encourage you, marry a disciple of Jesus who's got noble character, who care more about God than they do themselves. You need to listen to that. You need to listen to your interaction with alcohol. He, he remembers his mom telling him, alcohol will get you in a lot of trouble. You need to make some wise decisions about that. Another thing she addresses in his life is, you need to speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. What are we talking about here? Not being a coward. So many times, man, we just want to fit in and be cool. We want to be popular. We want everybody to like us. His mom said, man, don't be like that. You stand up for people who can't stand up for themselves. Then his mom also told him, hey, speak up and judge fairly. What does that mean? Be fair. Don't cheat anybody. Do what's right. You ain't got to cheat on a test to do well. Do what's right. The last thing is defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Remember people who are poor. Because what's going to happen is you're going to get that college degree. You'll start making some money. You'll start forgetting about God. You'll start forgetting about people who are in need. And when we start talking about special and meeting needs of third world countries, we'll start telling God, I ain't got the money. Because see, there's this bill I need to pay. There's this thing I've been wanting. And I know people are poor and needy and in need, but you know what? I got a need too. And we can start putting our needs before other needs. And he said, man, I remember my mom said, remember the poor and the needy. And we got to remember their spiritual needs and their physical needs. Amen? Amen. You know, we got to take to heart. Words matter. Words matter. Amen? Let's look at the next one. Mothers, your example matters. Your example matters. You know, uh, look at this. Look at Psalm 116, verse 16 here. He says, truly I am your servant, Lord. I serve you just as my mother did. A guy who wrote a psalm in the Bible says, My mother served God first, and I follow her example. I do it just the way she did it. Amen to that. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. I am re- Paul says to Timothy, I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded now lives in you. Paul said to Timothy, I look at your grandma and granny got it going on. Granny loves God. Granny loves God. She's got great faith. It's sincere. It's real. I see your mom. Your mom's faith is the same way. And Timothy, I see that in you. Moms, your faith can be seen. Your kids can imitate your faith. So many times we feel like the things we're doing doesn't matter. It's not being noticed. Are they learning anything? (laughs) Yes, they are. Okay? And some take longer than others. But you got to remember, your example helps your kids to make it to heaven. Your your example, your kids are going to remember. I remember seeing mom, mom was praying. When trouble came up, instead of seeing mom cussing all over the house, mom was praying. When, 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 When mom was broke rather than rather than keeping the money to herself mom still gave her tithe even though we were struggling and she chose to give her tithe rather than have direct TV at home I remember that you know I remember mom reading her bible when she was discouraged no your kids remember important things 
Your example matters. I remember seeing mom getting discipled. I remember mom getting discipling. I remember seeing someone in her life. Maybe I should have relationships like that. You know, I want you to know your example matters. Don't ever feel like what you're doing is all in vain. So many times you feel exhausted, don't you? Moms are exhausted all the time because they're taking care of everybody. And, and they're doing so much. And sometimes you can feel like, man, I'm doing all this stuff. I don't know if I can go another day. And you keep going. And, and you, you know what? It matters. Your kids will remember. I remember mom was tired, but she kept going. I remember mom was selfless. Mom was righteous. And, I, and you know what? And we follow that example. Thank you moms here who help us to follow Christ. I want to talk about our final thing here is that we need to be a mother to others. We need to be a mother to others. There are a lot of people whose mothers have passed away, whose mothers aren't involved in their life, whose mothers uh, maybe even bring up bad memories. Everybody's situation is different. And you know what? God wants to make sure that everybody has a mother in their life. Look at what it says in the scripture right here. It says here in Romans 16, verse 13. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me too. Paul said, man, tell Rufus, what's up, bro? And, oh yeah, and tell his mom. I appreciate her, man. She was like a mother to me over there. I needed a mother when I was there in Rome. Man, I appreciate Rufus's mom. You know, the sisters in our church, you can be a mother even if you don't have any kids, biologically. You can be a mother to those who are here in the faith and be the mother that they need. You know, Matthew 12, verse 48 through 50, Jesus replied to him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples. He said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and my sister and my mother. As disciples, we're called to be a mother. How is that going? How is that going? What does that look like? Well, I don't know about you, but at my house, if I stroll in the house at 3 o'clock, my mom would like, where you been, boy? You know, some of us got friends right now. Are they at church today? Are you even going to ask, how are you doing spiritually? I missed you today. Where were you? You know, are we going to be a mother and ask, hey, I missed you. Where were you? Are we going to be a mother and, and really get in there and know what's going on in each other's lives? See, the problem when we get, as we grow as a ministry, we've been growing. I think right now we've uh, hit about, I think we went over the 475 mark for just our region. And that is awesome. Yeah. And we praise God for the growth that we're experiencing here. But you know what? As we continue to grow, we get more and more people getting baptized. It's a lot easier to be deceitful and to hide things. And not confess. Kind of come to church. How's everything going? Everything's going fine. Everything's going fine. I start having marriage problems. Start having parenting problems. Start having sin problems. And we start going, well, I can't really talk to anybody about this because I'm supposed to be perfect. I'm not supposed to let anybody know in the church I got sin in my life. I'm not supposed to let anybody know I need help. And we can start to hide things. But see, as a mother, we got to get in there and ask the right questions. How are you really doing I know you said you're doing fine, but are you really doing fine? we got to ask each other, how is your marriage going? Are y'all getting along? How is parenting going? How's it going with your relationship with your kids? How's it going spending time with your kids? How's it going trying to juggle 
you know, household work and school and, 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 and work and kids and life and the yard and everything, right? There's a lot going on. We just got to ask each other, how is it going? Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 through 8. He says here, Instead, we were like young children among you, just as a nursing mother cares for her children. So we cared for you. Because we love you so much, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. Paul says, man, we got to care in the church about each other. Do we care? Of course we do. One of the things that I know me and my wife feel, we feel cared about. So many people have checked on us and have brought us food and taken care of us. That's what the church is supposed to be. And we're grateful that God has blessed us to be able to experience that. And every disciple here should experience that. We got to care about each other. We also have to make sure we're, we're loving each other. We should be loving. We shouldn't be harsh. Shouldn't be mean. We don't need to be Gestapo on everybody. We need to be loving. He goes talks about sharing what the gospel with each other and your life. Share about your experiences. Share about what you've learned. Share about, hey, I did this, and whatever you do, don't do that. (laughs) That will get you in a lot of trouble. You know, don't you always appreciate when people share their testimony up here? You never go, oh, I already knew that. You don't feel that way. You're always like, wow, they went through that. I never knew that. And you're always humbled by it. You know, wow, I can learn something from this. And and you always go, wow, I really want to put into practice what they shared, and it connects me better with them. You know, in our discipling times with one another, do we share our life? What's going on in my life? What have I experienced in life? You know, those experiences bond each other. They bond us. They help us to be closer. They help us to get to know each other a lot, lot deeper. And I'm always shocked when I'm going, wow, I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that. And just to hear that how God's working in your life to overcome what you've gone through. People need to hear about your life. Share that life. Because no one, can, no one else can share your life but you. So it needs to be shared with the world. So that others can learn from you. Amen? Amen. I just want to close out here with a reminder here for for our Mother's Day. Is that, guys, let's make sure as Christians we're honoring our mother. Amen? Mothers, I want to remind you. Your words matter. What you say to your kids, they make a difference in your kids. And your example matters. It makes a difference. And guys, we all need to be a mother to others. Thank you.